What a miracle! What a mark of God's faithfulness that we are here to celebrate this Trinity Sunday 75 years after Messiah's founding. Now, I consider it a miraculous evidence of the Holy Spirit at work that people who are in church one Sunday come back the next Sunday. So 75 years of that is really impressive. And we are here holding the torch of the gospel in this town, in this time, because Jesus has kept his promise to his disciples in Matthew 28, verse 20, when he said, And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Yes, even more impressive and exhilarating than Messiah's 75 years of life together is the Messiah's life with us all that time. It's one thing for us to show up Sunday after Sunday for God's gifts of word and sacrament. But we need those things, even if sometimes, like on the first Sunday of June, we'd rather turn over and get an extra hour of sleep than haul ourselves out of bed for a 9.30 a.m. service. But God doesn't actually need us, and yet he shows up and gives himself to us anyway, even as early as 9.30. It's as much the Messiah's presence among us that we celebrate today as it is Messiah's presence here at the corner of Nassau Street and Cedar Lane. 75 years after Pastor Naus gathered the proto-congregation of Lutherans for worship in Bristol Chapel at Westminster Choir College, who would eventually form Messiah and who built this simple but lovely edifice to house us. As many of you know, I'm fond of saying, don't just do something, stand there. Like when there's been a resurrection, or an ascension, or an outpouring of the Holy Spirit as we've celebrated recently. To think that we can do anything to augment those miraculous events is to try our hand at gilding the lily. The best thing for us to do on these occasions is to stop and stare in awe and gratitude at the magnificence and mercy of God. Or as our Palm Sunday liturgy puts it, to enter with joy upon the contemplation of these mighty acts whereby you have given us life everlasting. As Mary showed her sister Martha when Jesus came to visit them in Luke 10 verses 38 through 42, sometimes the very best use of our time is to sit adoring at our Savior's feet. This anniversary day is such a moment, and here we are, sitting and drinking in his word, basking in his promises and presence, and eager to receive his body and blood. It's not a passive faith that I'm describing. It's enchanted and enthusiastic, enraptured and engaged, a faith that has not checked out of the world, but does know when to down tools and drink deep of God's gifts.
an oasis of this kind that God has made Messiah for our town and our region these past 75 years. For those of us here today, it's a marvelous legacy of which to be a part. And so much of it is not of our doing, but is a gift of God and previous generations of Messiah, parishioners, and pastors, inspired and motivated by the Holy Spirit. On an occasion like today, it's easy to look at the past through rose-colored glasses and to wish ourselves back into it when we had more people, more services, more activities, and much better preaching. <laughs> but as William Faulkner observed, the past is not dead. It's not even past. What we call the past was the present to those living through it. And we are blessed to have these 75 years of Messiah's past in our present. There is no finer and no other time to be alive than the present, because it is in the present that God meets and walks with us as he did our predecessors. Taking time together today to contemplate the mighty acts of God and his faithfulness to Messiah over four generations reminds me of the story of creation that we heard in today's first lesson from Genesis 1 and 2, and which you see illustrated so beautifully in the needlepoints on the wall. On the sixth day, says Genesis 1 verse 31, God saw everything that he had made, and indeed, it was very good. And despite the fact that his creation would fall into and be infested by sin, God went ahead with it and called it very good. There are certainly a lot of problems in the world and in the church that may make us wish to take refuge in what we imagine to be an Eden-like past. But God is here with us in the present. Far from giving up on his fallen creation, he entered it as Jesus Christ to redeem and save it from sin and death. And he calls us today, in this time and place, to be his ambassadors, his witnesses, proclaiming repentance and forgiveness of sins in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem to the end of the earth, even to even so remote a location as central New Jersey. Here at our end of the earth, God has made us an active, witnessing, disciple-making community for 75 years, and hopefully many more. Today is a wonderful occasion to mark and celebrate God's faithfulness to Messiah over that time. Despite the challenges, it is a very good time to be alive and to be Jesus' witnesses in our community, to be the earthen vessels carrying the treasure of the gospel, like those bearing the precious diphtheria antitoxin serum to Nome, Alaska, to prevent an epidemic in 1925 in the journey that inspired the present-day Iditarod race. It's a very good time to be the light of the world and the aroma of Christ 
here in Princeton, where so much of our present spiritual darkness and moral confusion is not imposed, but self-chosen. In short, it's a very good time to be part of God's very good creation, this creation called Messiah, in the company of our Messiah. He walks with us and illuminates every dark corner at our end of the earth and remains with us to the end of the age. Thanks be to God for his faithfulness and steadfast love to us and through us to our neighbors, 75 years and counting.